Hello, everyone, and welcome to Privacy Tech Talk, the podcast where we talk everything privacy tech. I'm your co-host, Fahad Diwan, and I'm joined by... Carlo Chalico. We have a very exciting guest today from Xtero, which is this market-leading legal tech company that has, in recent years, made significant inroads in the privacy tech space. I'm very excited to speak to Xtero because I've looked up to the company and its CEO, Bobby Balachandran, for some time. I first heard about the company when I was bootstrapping my own legal tech startup. I was developing software that leveraged artificial intelligence to analyze evidence and draw legal conclusions. Back then, in the legal tech space, founders only had a handful of companies to look up to. Legal tech was still somewhat of a new phenomenon, and selling to legal departments was, and I'm pretty sure still is, pretty hard. Legal departments have lengthy sales cycles, and lawyers are generally difficult to sell to because they can often be risk-averse and tend to shy away from new technologies. So we only had a few North Stars in the legal industry like Clio, LegalZoom, and Xtero. And on top of that, out of these companies, only Xero CEO Bobby was bootstrapping his company like I was. Now, I got some funding later on, but knowing Xero's story and approach was really inspiring and motivating to me in my bootstrapping days. So I'm very, very excited to speak to someone from Xero today, but I won't spoil who it is. I'll let Carlos make the introduction because Carlos and this person go way back. Yeah, of course. It's like a traveling time for me. You, you know, uh, <laughs> I, I, I was born and raised in Mexico. I think we have shared this before. And I moved to Canada in 2012 and um, was working for a small consulting organization. And then after that, I found my way in a very interesting way to join a fantastic organization. And I was with them for a couple of years. And the organization I am talking about is Nimity. So I had the chance of working for Nimity for a couple of years. Uh, in charge of strategic alliances. Ray was in charge of sales. And, and and it was an amazing experience. So I had a chance to learn from Ray a lot. So now you know that our guest today is Ray. I'm talking about Ray Patak, a uh, very well-seasoned uh, privacy professional that I shared experience with when we were working with Nimity. So Ray, in order to properly introduce yourself, is it possible for you to talk to us a little bit about you? Uh, no, definitely. And, uh, and Carlos, you nailed it on the head. You know, we, we met at Nimity back uh, well, a few years ago and it, and it was it was a pleasure and it was a very interesting story. I, I was part of uh, the ones that said, hey, we know this guy. <laughs> Why are we hiring him? Um, so my journey, um, I've been in the privacy space for about 15 years. Um, not uncommon uh, like others, uh, kind of stumbled upon the space a little bit coming from compliance, uh, you know, back in probably dating myself back in the and uh, you know the the, the early two thousands uh, or the you know, late two thousands, most people didn't study privacy. So I came, you know, something called Papita came out, and uh, and Privacy Office uh, was established in our organization, and I made the jump. And I figured, okay, this is something I could do for a year uh, or two. And guys, here I am, right, and, and loving every minute of it. Uh, so I've been in the privacy space in, in Canada for a while, and uh, you know that's kind of a blend uh, now uh, between the operational now and the vendor space. Uh, build and managing privacy programs. Uh, last time I wore that practitioner, uh, the, the privacy officer type role, 
uh, was with Target. So, uh, Carlos, you remember, and Fahad, you remember this for all the Canadians on this podcast when they expanded into Canada. Um, and uh, I led their privacy operations. Now, I will say this, um, them leaving had nothing to do with the privacy program I put in place. Other reasons I won't get into, but um, but I was I did lead their privacy side of things here and uh, while they were operational. And, uh, and then when it shut down, um, a couple of things were happening. I mean, again, we'll get into that piece, but something called GDPR uh, was coming about and, uh, and you know, that was coming out soon. And this software company called Nimity came uh you know it came in knocking and uh the funny story there is i used the nimity product uh you know i like to say you know cut my teeth in it when i first started in privacy as a research tool and so it was almost full circle for them working for the organization so the idea there was uh you know this is something that they were expanding on the software side because of gdpr and other privacy laws and wanted a subject matter expert to help them and once again, I said, yeah, we'll try this out for a year and go back into, back into being a privacy officer. Um, have never left and, uh, and ended up leading um, Nimity um, as their COO to get them you know, acquired. Um, and then me now coming to, uh, uh, to, uh, to, to Xtero and, and doing some of the same things. So now I'm at Xtero. Uh, I've been here for about a year and a half leading the privacy side of things on the marketing, on the sales, on the go-to-market, on the product. Uh, and and loving it and and going back to the Nimity days, Carlos. Yes, uh, you know those were great days, and that's where uh, me and uh, Carlos first uh, first met, and that really got me into uh, the software space, right? So um, I was a I was a I was a uh, you know I will tell you as a practitioner, a full practitioner, I used spreadsheets to build my programs, and we didn't have anything uh, technology back then. It's a different story now. And so um, I was very open to, uh, to, to looking at, um, you know, an organization that was going to, or in that field of helping uh, those folks out. And, and now when I talk to folks, I'm looking at myself, I'm looking at myself in the mirror. Thanks, Ray. And I got to say that you have a very interesting journey because you're one of the few people that I know of, at least, that has worked for three different privacy technology companies in their career. And you know, the privacy tech space is so new that I'd be pretty confident saying you're probably one of the only people in the world that has worked for three different privacy technology companies uh, in their career at this point in time. Uh, you worked at Nimity, TrustArc, and now Xtero, which is this market-leading company that, as I mentioned earlier, I was first exposed to when I was developing AI-based software for the legal industry. So to build on that, Xero has a lot of great offerings in a lot of different domains, right? Uh, you help with e-discovery, with investigations and forensics, and now increasingly privacy compliance. So for the benefit of our listeners, can you please give us a high level overview of Xero's privacy offerings? Yeah, and and I think I I you know I thought I'll have to take it a step back on what Xtero is, right? Because it it may it in regards to differentiating it in the marketplace. So you know Xtero came into um, into the software space, solving a problem in legal operations, right? And 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 much like privacy, it, uh, the it was a very manual process, very costly thing, you know, using you know, manual you know, spreadsheets and so forth, and they were able to provide you know bring technology. To the legal operations e-discovery space, and uh, and and be very successful. And what they realize there is that that those capabilities uh, they can apply to other areas. And the commonality was data. 
They were addressing data risk in legal operations. Well, they can you know, address data risk across other areas of an organization in information governance, in privacy, in cybersecurity, um, and in forensics. And so the, the, you know, uh, the, the, the idea was to expand um, on that footprint. Um, they were already you know, looking at data. If you look at e-discovery, going to connect in the data, to go uh, process the data, you know, index the data, and have uh, have e-discovery outcomes. Well, then that the idea was to apply that to other areas, including privacy. So when we look at privacy uh, and, and and what we're doing there, uh, you know, we have a, a full platform um, of our solutions. Now it starts with the inventory, and I think that's the most important at Privacy 101, understanding where your information is, where it lives, and so forth. So we have a full suite that starts with the inventory, uh, and where we differentiate, we're very strong on the information governance side. We have a retention uh, product, we have a data subject access request product, um, vendor risk side of it, uh, incident breach consent, and, and data discovery. So we do have a full suite of, of products at this point, and the idea is 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 uh, is bring that. And, and the idea of Xterra was to bring that capability, right, that they've been successful in, in the, in, in the that e-discovery side, and bring it to privacy. And, and, and the way we really differentiate in the market, and we, you know, we're not just a privacy vendor, right? We, we're a data vendor, digital data. We address digital data risk um, and, and, and have different outcomes in privacy is the big piece of that, you know, p, you know personal information. Um, but it's, it's really that, uh, you know, it's part of that bigger pie. And, and we, we, what we're trying to do is bring those silos together, right? So we know privacy is usually pretty siloed and cybersecurity is pretty siloed. And by doing a, having a platform for all of it, um, you know, bring those, bring those areas together uh, and, and, and get to that common goal. And that's really well said, right? That's something that we see firsthand when we work with companies and help them build out the privacy programs is that the privacy office is operating in a silo. They have a program on the go that impacts cyber, that impacts data governance, but cyber and data governance are necessarily speaking one to no. speaking to one another. And so that's why I think Xero, like other major players in the space are very well positioned because you know, you're not just tackling privacy. You can kind of take the high level view and see, hey, we can address these other needs that other stakeholders within the organization have all in one, all in one product. To change gears a little bit, one thing that I'm particularly excited to learn more about is that Xtero recently launched a new um, product, the Smart Data Inventory. Could you please let us know more about that, how it works, what's it, what is its value proposition? Yeah, and uh, the, so going back to that, our strength has, has been from the privacy side of things, our inventory, right? And, and part of that has been this approach to get it done. For a lot of folks will buy, you know, potentially buy software and then not get to the point of implementing it. But we wanted to take it to the next level on the technology side, you know? So our, our thing is we can get inventories done in, you know, 60 to 90 days and, and, and so forth. But it was really taking it to the, to the next level on, on that technology side, because we know that um, it's still a very difficult manual process. People are using questionnaires, people are using um, spreadsheets, and how do we make it easier for the privacy officer? And so when the product was developed, it was, it was developed with a privacy officer in mind. And the idea was to bring in you know, the, the outcomes of uh, make it more simple, simplicity, automation, uh, speed to compliance, right, and intelligence. 
And, and I think that was really important so that you don't have to do a lot of the repetitive mundane tasks, right? So the idea of, be, you know, you're entering your information for a records of processing. Well, um, if the tool and, you know, we have it in our tool, it already knows what data type and what processes are considered risky by, by you know, by, by GDPR, then, uh, then flag that. Or if you're doing a you know PIA, why am I you know in the assessment? Why am I going to go? Uh, why am I going to re-enter the information? Bring that information in from from the uh, from 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 the from the process from the ROPA that you've created, or when you're doing a data transfer, automatically detect the the, the the data transfer if we know what country you're bringing the information in from and where you're processing it. So a lot of uh, elements of automation that we put in there. Uh, rules have been put in there as well for, for the, you know, the privacy laws. I think we're starting with, you know, it's, it's increasing by the day, but we have 20 privacy laws in there, including Canada, because I wanted Canada in there. So the Canadian privacy laws are in there. I think Quebec is probably the next one. Um, but the idea is to have that and then the ability to then have your own rules on top of that, right? So um, you're going to have a, a, a regulatory rule for your privacy program, but you may have, want to have a, rules above and beyond that. Maybe in your organization, you think email is sensitive information. Hypothetically speaking, we can then put those rules in there. But the idea, again, was looking at the privacy officer in mind, someone like myself uh, that's been in those shoes and how do we make that role easier how can we make them report onto the board or to other individuals how can we get information to them at a glance how can we help them demonstrate compliance how can we keep them up to date and how can we make their job more efficient you know i've been in the role usually it's 80 percent of doing this manual stuff and 20 percent actually managing a program how do we flip that 80% managing program and 20% actually on the other, the manual stuff and automation should do that. Isn't it what automation is about? Being able to do more with less. And that's what we're trying to do. And we are doing with the smart data inventory. We understand that in addition to, to these uh, elements that you have, you have shared with us, you have developed, Xtero has developed strategic partnerships with Dybell and the Privacy Check. Why is that? What's the rationale behind these relationships? What is it that you think these players are bringing to the external ecosystem? No, that's a great question. So, and, and I'll take it back to our platform, right? So a vast platform, including privacy. And when we want to expand, we have to make a decision on, do we look at building this ourselves? Uh, do, do we look at acquiring uh, an organization that does this or do we partner? And uh, and, and those are decisions we make, we, we make on every time we introduce something. Um, and in this, in, 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 in making the decision to partner, there's a lot of benefits. We, you know, we don't have to recreate the wheel. We can go after uh, the ones are, that have already done this and, and maybe best in market. Um, and we can, get to, we can get to market very quickly. And so that's what we've done in this situation. So we looked at data discovery and we said, okay, we can potentially develop. We have a large uh, you know, a developer base in India, but that's probably going to take us a year or two to get to market. Why don't we then look at the market and when, you know, and I've done, you know, when I, we, we researched the market on these two areas on consent and on the data discovery, and it was their technology that jumped out at us. We saw a, an opportunity uh, for them to be, become part of our platform and, uh, and, and, and for us to be able to offer this to our customers. And so I would say we chose them because of their leading technology in consent and, 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 dive, and sorry, in data discovery. Uh, we saw something different. We saw, we saw an opportunity and we saw an opportunity for us to grow together. 
right? And uh, as in, 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 in that in, in that uh, in that realm, but uh, but that's really what it was, Carlos. And you know the other tools. Uh, again, we have that we built uh, like smart data inventory ourselves, and even in the future, we may do the same type of thing. And and the idea is, you know. Why recreate the wheel in some uh, in in some respects when we can bring in uh, the you know the OEM and bring in that technology uh, in house and to benefit of all? And that was really the idea. I I love a number of points that you said, and one thing from from earlier you mentioned that you're keeping the privacy professional front and center in your thinking, and I think that's the value of having people who've been practitioners such as yourself work for these technology companies because many times these tech people will come in and they'll build a great tool, but that doesn't really address the needs of the privacy officer or the privacy uh, professional within an organization. And I think Xtero with its smart data inventory is that's a nod to, you know, your company putting the privacy professional at front and center. Could you give us some more insights on what Mm -hmm. the future is for Xtero in terms of its products uh, in terms of its privacy products specifically to the extent that you're able to speak about that publicly like where is your head at what do you think will be some of the next areas that you'll explore so in the future yeah this is the the, the smart data inventory is is, is going to be the cornerstone and the, and the and really flagship of of our privacy suite and really that smart capability right building in the intelligence building integration i didn't get into that as well right so the tool right smart data inventory is the first step here um the smart data retention right is going to be the next smart you know smart assessments our data our our uh, our, our data subject access request smart data subject access request and it will be all integrated together uh, one of the key pieces going to the data uh, the smart data inventories we are we are uh, integrating um, natively and right off the bat, our data discovery tool. So that dive bell, it's, you know, so I've seen, you know, we've seen in the market when we've talked to folks, you know, they've said, you know, we have a ROPA tool, you know, a records processing inventory tool. We have a data discovery tool. They don't talk to each other and they're separate. How do you do that? Well, we've done that in the, in the smart data inventory. But going back to that, see, you know, you're going to see more of that. This is going to be our new platform uh, on the on 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 how what we're doing with a smart data inventory, uh, and that's going to integrate into not only our privacy platform, but again, you you know mentioned about bringing those silos together. It's going to integrate into information governance into the uh, the uh, the the e-discovery side, the forensic side, bringing all those capabilities together. But it will be the cornerstone of our of our suite, the inventory, because that inventory understanding where your information is, where it lives, who has access to it, is not only a privacy. It's it's your you know you need to know it from a cyber side, infogov side, e-discovery side when you have litigations. So we want it to be the key to all of it, and that's where we're going. Let me let me ask you now about the challenges. What are the challenges you see for? the market, the solution, even the privacy ecosystem in general, what do you think these challenges are? Yeah, I mean, the challenges in the in the privacy market, I mean, I'll, I'll go to the, there's a great opportunity. I'm not sure if that's the next question, but the challenge is it's, 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 a, it's obviously a very competitive market, right? So uh, the, the, uh, the market is growing leaps and bounds and it's growing on the software side. And you guys will know it's also growing on the consulting side, right? On the services side. Uh, the projections are, are, you know, astronomical. And so because of that, you have a lot of entrants and there's, and there's going to be, uh, you know, a lot of competition and, uh, you know, a lot of players in that. So I think the challenges is going to be twofold. Well, 
obviously for a software vendor to establish themselves with a very crowded field. But then I think the challenge as well is to the, and I, I have to do this because I'm a practitioner. If I'm a practitioner, what, who do I go to? What do a decision, you know, there's so many different players out there. What's the right decision to make? Um, so I think that is, is going to be, um, you know, that's going to continue for some time. Uh, but what you'll see is, you know, acquisitions and mergers and things to that effect, kind of like what happened with Nimity. But that'll, I think that'll continue to happen. So the challenge is uh, that it's a competitive market, but Xtero is up to that challenge, right? And, you know, and we've, we've seen that in other areas as well. And the e-discovery, you know, equally, uh, you know, it's a challenging and competitive and, and, and on the forensic side. And, and we're up to the task on this side of it as well. So we're, you know, we're there to meet that challenge uh, and, and, and make sure that we have the best outcome for our customers. I, I agree. I think uh, there are some strong incumbents in this place, right? I mean, you have one trust, you have big ID, you have these smaller startups, Reliance, who we interviewed last time. But as you're alluding to, there are a lot of opportunities. One that you, uh, you know, one that I agree with very much, this market is growing at a rapid, rapid yeah. pace. And I think once the U.S. introduces a federal privacy legislation, yeah. the opportunities for Xtero and other technology companies are endless in this space. What other opportunities do you see, Ray? Um, I mean, definitely in, in regards to the privacy space, I mean, um, within the U.S., obviously, what's happening and with the with the states coming on board, uh, I think, you know, the, the California law was a game changer for the U.S. And, and and you're seeing the domino effect of that with, the you know, with now four other states coming on board and potentially a federal law. Um, and and GDPR was obviously the other game changer where other, you know, other privacy laws are trying to get to that point, that standard. Um, but I, I think the opportunity is, is going to be, um, you know, continuing to help these organizations or uh, to, to, to comply. It's, it's not getting any easier. Uh, and Carlos, you guys know this, right? Um, more and more laws are being introduced. Existing ones are being updated. Uh, regulators are providing, you know, making, uh, you know, more enforcement. And it seems to be getting more complicated and, and more difficult, uh, unfortunately, for organizations to comply. And, uh, and we see that as an opportunity, right? We, you know, for us, it's, it's about um, making sure that we can help organizations comply in a, in a, in a, in a very speedy manner and in, in a quick manner and in a, in, in a cost-effective manner. Uh, and, and, you know, that's, that's our goal and we'll continue to do that. But yeah, the, the, the opportunities, um, yeah, it, it's continuing to help the, uh, you know, that, that, that privacy officer, that compliance individual, um, that was like myself going through these. Now I will right. tell you the difference is back in 2015, I had nothing, right? We had no tools. That's Carlos about, you know, even before yeah. I, maybe I've aged myself, but now <laughs> we have software that's going to help them, uh, you know, get, meet those needs. And I think one thing that Xtero is uniquely well positioned for is that, you know, and even now many privacy officers are lawyers. And so you have a suite of legal software offerings that you can also lean on. I, I would think, so thank you, Ray, mm -hmm. and thank you so much for making the time to meet with us and speak with us today. I think I can speak on behalf of our listeners. It's an extremely, this will be an extremely uh, interesting episode for them. Can you please uh, provi provide one closing comment and also uh, some information on how our listeners get in get in can get in touch with you or a member of your team? Yeah, I'll speak to the second part first. Uh, 
uh, our website, extero.com. Uh, please visit that and you'll get a lot of information, not on just the privacy, but the full suite of information. Uh, you can always email me directly at ray.pathic at extero.com. Not sure if you provide that information uh, later. Um, but the idea is this, that uh, you, you know, um, Xtero in, in, on, the, on the privacy side of things is just beginning and you'll see more and more and we kind of touched uh, upon this. Um, but what is even more interesting is how we're, we're going to bring all those domains together, right? So that's, uh, that's the opportunity of how we can help an organization, not just in the privacy, but on the cyber, on the forensics, on the discovery and, and bringing those worlds together and, and, and making it easier for our customers. Uh, as I said before, for me, this is like a traveling time and I would love to find an opportunity to get a beer and expand the conversation. But, but thank you for being here with us today. Uh, for those of you that are listening to us uh, today, you, you know where to find us. But just to remind you, you can find me on LinkedIn as Carlos Chalico, Twitter, just the same, Carlos Chalico. And Fahad, what about you? And you can find me at Fahad Diwan on LinkedIn or Twitter. Yeah, thank you all for being here with us today. And if you have comments on guests or topics you want us to cover, please feel free to share that with us. And uh, thanks as well, Sofia Perez, for helping us with producing the podcast.